Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. The Flames are moving on after an overtime win in Game 7, and now it's time for what we've all been waiting for, the Battle of Alberta. You're Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. How are you today? It's probably the best Monday any of us have had in a really long time, to be entirely honest. <laughs> Thank you so much for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, as well as YouTube. We're free 99 anywhere you would like uh, to listen to us or watch us. But can we just talk about Game 7 real quick? Can we, do you mind? Do you mind if we do that? Johnny Gaudreau, okay? Let, let's talk about Gaudreau for just one second, okay? He had seven shots on goal. Ottinger robbed him every single time except one, and that was during overtime. He banged it right over the shoulder, and I just I screamed. It was like 1 o'clock in the morning here, probably a little bit closer to 1.30, and I remember jumping up and just screaming, and uh. My neighbors, thankfully, didn't call the police or come knocking on my door. But hopefully that didn't happen to any of you either. Uh, <laughs> I just, the true patience of the Flames last night is outstanding. Because I didn't think they were going to be able to sneak one by Ottinger in overtime. I really thought that the Stars were just going to end up getting one by Markstrom because no one was going to get one by Ottinger. But it was a Boston College on Boston University crime. That is right. Johnny Hockey prevailed with that A on his chest. He was the star of the show. And Johnny Hockey just came in clutch. Give him the blank check. Roger Living, I see. Just give it to him. Give it to him. I know you want to. And... I just absolutely incredible play from him throughout the entire night, honestly. Uh, like I mentioned, seven shots on goal. Uh, he didn't even lead the team on shots with shots. It was Noah Hannafin, who I thought he <laughs> stepped up his game tremendously, considering none of the goals that the Stars scores, scored were deflected off of him for once. But let's, let's get back to regulation. Let's, let's rein it in a little bit. Tyler Toffoli! And Matthew Kachuk ended their droughts. I knew that Toffoli was going to end up scoring one way or another this series. And game six, he had some really good shots and ended up being robbed by the post and just clanking off the iron. And it was just so frustrating to watch as you were like, I know you can do this. You've done it before. You've done it before. And he did it. Uh, he ended up scoring, obviously, and it was just so nice. And you could tell that it was just like the monkey was off his back. He looked so relieved and like he wasn't overthinking it anymore. You know, like when you look at people and you can tell that they're just like, they're so stressed. And you're like, okay, like, do you, do you need a coffee? Can I, can I buy you like lunch? Like, how can I help you? 
we Tyler Toffoli just needed a goal in order to like come back, come back to us to be Dodgers dad, right? Right. So Matthew Kachuk also scored last night and um, I, I was running to the bathroom. I, I drink a lot of water when I'm nervous and that's what I was doing last night. Uh, literally just chugging my water from my reusable cup. And um, I was like, you know, whatever. Like, I just, I need to go to the bathroom. And I, like, I need to get up and move. Like, I, I can't sit still. So I'm like pacing down the hallway. I get halfway there and I just hear the TV and the goal horn go off. And I was like, do I, does that mean I have to stay here the rest of the game? I, I'll do it. I will sacrifice. But I didn't do it. And I'm sorry, but that's okay because we ended up winning anyways. <laughs> uh, now to like the little bit of like a scary little oh, what was going on here parts. Uh, Zadorov had a really weird, scary collision with the net. He didn't end up missing any shifts, but he did go down the tunnel. He came back and he was fine. But Oliver Shillington, I was worried we were going to lose him for the rest of the game. Because he had uh, this awkward collision with the boards. And I thought that he broke his arm. I thought that he broke his arm. Or had like his shoulder dislocated or something. Because he was not looking too good on the bench. I thought he was going to throw up everywhere from the pain. I don't blame him. And I feel like hockey players have like a really high pain tolerance. Because... You know, like you're getting slammed around night after night, you know? So obviously you got to tolerate the bumps and bruises. But if you, I think Oliver Shillington, Oliver Shillington's like 200 pounds. So to do that, to collide with like all of your body weight behind you on your arm, that has got to hurt. Ow. Okay. Um, that hurts a lot <laughs> thinking about it. Um, and then, of course, Chris Tanev didn't play after... He suffered an undisclosed injury in game six. Will he be back? We don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, I, they they don't really have much wiggle room here with defensemen. Um, so we'll, we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. <laughs> uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, though, was the end of the game when they do their handshakes. Every single person just gave uh Jake Ottinger just you know the biggest hug or biggest you know congratulations Jacob Markstrom even said like uh, you looked great you're you have a future like you're you are the future or something like that and Marky just looked astonished and I think that's that's great to see from you know a veteran goaltender to like this young 23-year-old who looked unfazed by everything, including those kids who were doing the um, little uh, little curses next to the glass. I thought it was funny. But I'm just, I'm so impressed with how this series went. And coming up next, we're going to actually talk more about the high points of the entire series versus the uh, just game seven. So Stick around for that. And of course, before we do that, I do just want to have a quick word from Bet Online. Uh, number one, please gamble responsibly. 
Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. I ended up betting on uh, game two, I think it was, of the Bruins and Hurricanes series. Uh, I bet the Bruins money line and they lost and I will never bet again, bet for my team again. But, uh, yeah, make sure you head on over to Bet Online today and check that out. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. If you're following, or sorry, if you're watching on YouTube, it's right on the screen. Um, please follow me if, you, if you'd like. And the show's Twitter feed is available at LO underscore Flames Pod. The series was only drawn out because of the goaltending. You know, the Flames offense was a lot better than the Stars. And I don't think there's any denying that. Um, you know, I think that the Flames were just more apt to and more confident when it came to shooting the puck. I feel like these Stars were just very... They were kind of going for, like, these long passes that would either, uh, you know, generate a giveaway or just not going tape to tape so it was a little bit harder for them but I just I think that the Flames were more confident when it came to shooting the puck I mean last night alone it was 67 to 28 (laughs) in shots and the Flames had over 100 uh just like shots generated in in general which is insane but if and if (laughs) if and if only if anyone else was in goal for the stars, I think it would have been a five-game series. I really do. Like, take out, take, even take Ben Bishop out of the equation. You know, uh, Anton Hudobin, or even Braden Holtby. You know, I think that it would have been a much shorter series, and that could have been beneficial to the Flames. But I also think uh, Game Sevens build character, and if there's anything this team needs, it's character and experience. And experience, not inexperience. I just was so impressed by Jay Gottinger. And my entire timeline was just everyone praising him. And I was like, I want to like this kid so bad, but he's robbing my team of goals. But, you know, he's definitely, I think Markstrom's right. You know, he is the future. I think it'll be fun to watch this kid uh, develop more and just go on to be like the future for the stars. I don't know what their goaltending pipeline looks like, but I'm pretty sure he um, is the future for that team. (laughs) Uh, Again, Markstrom looked fantastic as well. He ended the series with a 9-4-3 save percentage. I, come on, (laughs) like just absolute, uh, good stuff from him as well you know of course of course like goaltenders are going to allow goals right that happens 
and that it doesn't mean <laughs> that they're a bad goaltender. I think that people have this illusion that oh, goal, a goalie let up a goal in the playoffs, and now the world like they're not as good as like their contract or they're not as good as this. And it's like, no, you just have to like play defense too. And some goals are harder to read than others. And I don't know. I'm sure goalies get distracted in net. I, I, I did when I played soccer, but again, that wasn't at a high level. I just, I don't think that people should be like, I didn't see any of this, but I don't think people should be like freaking out at Markstrom because he allowed goals especially those two goals last night. That's just my opinion. Um, he had one shutout, which was, uh, I believe that was game one. And he had a 1.5 goals against average. That's great. Those are stellar numbers there. I, I don't think that Cam Talbot or David Riddick were ever going to put up numbers like that. So it's probably a good thing that they went out and signed Markstrom, Right. Yeah. But I also, I feel like we need to talk about Jacob Markstrom for a second. I mean, Michael Backlund for a second. We can talk about Jacob Markstrom all we want. But Michael Backlund, am I not following the right people? I have not seen a lot of love shown towards him. I think that he had a fantastic series. He had three goals and an assist, but he also played stellar defense he like embodied the perfect two-way player that series I uh even last night he had fantastic um takeaways and I thought that you know he wasn't generating turnovers I, I know Johnny generated a turnover in their own zone but you know I thought that it was just absolute madness that people were not showing him more love he is he's been on this team his entire career and I think he embodies what a captain is and I think that he uh is very much like Sam Bennett in terms of being able to show up when it truly matters but again three goals and an and an assist for Michael Backlund, and I'm excited for what the next series holds for him. I think that he is such a fun player to watch on the ice, especially with that Mangiapane and Coleman line. And then, of course, we do need to talk about our top line. Our top line. Elias Lindholm had five points for that line, and then Matthew Kachuk, of course, had his one goal and five assists with six points. Johnny had two goals and six assists. So overall, good, great stuff from the Flames. Great stuff from the team. I thought that um, I I was impressed. I was so impressed. And what made me very happy was seeing Sean Monaghan travel with the team. Those pictures of him getting off the plane in Dallas were very um, exciting. I thought that it was great to see that he felt well enough to travel and of course, that video of him uh, hugging Johnny, like he came down the tunnel and like Johnny basically like jumped into his arms, <laughs> thought it was great and just really sweet. I thought it was, I thought it was good. It was nice to see him again. Coming up 
up next, we are going to take a quick break to talk about Built Bar, and we will wrap up the show with some things the Flames can look forward to next series. Built Bar. Y'all know that I love me a good snack, and this time I'm here to tell you about birthday cake puffs. Imagine dipping your finger into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I received my uh, birthday cake puffs last week and I had one for breakfast the next morning. I can't even lie to you. It was delicious. It was easy to eat and um, <laughs> I, I just, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and they're here right now, but I can't promise they'll be here tomorrow. So get them today at built.com. And if you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. A chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. Yep. A delicious marshmallow treat covered in 100% chocolate. Head on over to built.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order at built.com. Please make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you're getting your podcasts. I don't want you to ever miss a show, but especially during the playoffs and, of course, during the Battle of Alberta. The Flames... I think the Flames can take a nice deep breath and sigh of relief knowing that they don't have to face Jake Ottinger next series, but they get to face Mike Smith. Now, I know everyone clowns on Mike Smith, rightfully so, but I don't want (laughs) people thinking I'm just underestimating the Oilers or anything like that. Because of their goaltending. Because no, uh, I think it's fairly obvious that they are capable of scoring goals. But I I think that this is a different competition for the Flames than it was against the Stars. Number one, you have, you have the rivalry. That's obvious. And then you have a goaltender who didn't want to sign with Edmonton. And then you have your 41-year-old goaltender on the other end. And I thought that it it's going to be fun to watch goals actually go in because you don't have a brick wall in net. I think the Flames will be pleasantly surprised when they see shots go in next series. And I couldn't be more excited for them. I think that it's going to be, um, you know, obviously an energized series, of course, but I don't necessarily think it's going to be um, a quick one. I don't want to make any predictions yet because, uh, you know, today's an off day. So we have to see what we're rolling with. Uh, The series starts on Wednesday. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be just an absolute mess. For the fans, I think it's going to, like, I think the Saddle Dome is going to be shaking kind of the way that, I guess, Madison Square Garden was shaking last night when Panarin scored in overtime. But I want to hear the Saddle Dome rocking. I want, 
I want everyone to get hype. I, like, this is the series everyone's been waiting for since 1991. I wasn't born in 1991. I don't know if y'all were born then, but you've probably been waiting a lifetime for this, and it's finally happening. We were robbed of it in 2020. So now that we're getting it in the second round, I think that will be even better and more exciting than a first round. Um, you know, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Power Play Merchants. That's it. That's it. That's all I have to say for today. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. As always, you can find me on Twitter at JessBelmosto, and you can find the show at LO underscore Flames Pod. And uh, make sure that you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, I will be here for you Monday through Friday. Series starts on Wednesday. Listen to Locked on Oilers if you are looking to get their perspective of things. They have a great new host over there. And I will chat with you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.